Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. WordPress plugins to make you green with envy. It's episode 558, and we have plugins for finding conflicts, advanced headers, woo email transferring, magical pop-ups, light logger, voice pod, voice pod inbox, and classic press options, all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Vancouver Island, Southern Victoria, all that wonderful place. And with me today is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And I should say my name, John Overall. My, for some reason, my brain just <laughs> melted on all of that. I don't know where it went. <laughs> started out so today. well. It started out so well, and it just, it just tumbled right into a mess. All right, a couple of quick things before we get too far down the road. Don't forget, this is a value-for-value value show, and we do look forward to everyone producing and providing some value back for the show, and we'll talk about how you can help us out with all that. And don't forget to hang out to the end of the show for those on the podcast version of it. We have a little tidbit that shows up only for the YouTube watchers at the end, the Q&A segment with Amber, where half the questions are here, and the other half the questions are only on the YouTube version. So make sure you join us for that. With all of that, I guess it's time for me. Please, can everybody be quiet? Oop, wrong button. Wrong button. There <laughs> Thank we go. you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. There you go. Still love that one. Yeah, I know. This, this is number 18 of 52 episodes for 2022. I hope everyone had a fantastic Easter long weekend. We had a pretty decent one. Oh, one of my daughters came down with, this, with a tummy bug. It's that time of year, though, because the, the weather is transitioning. A lot of people who are sensitive to weather changes will probably be feeling a bit under the weather at this time. And this, is, this goes for people with allergies as well. Right about now is when all of us allergy folks start feeling like we're being attacked by little mini Death Stars. It makes us sneezy and coughy. Be sure to stock up on some peppermint and chamomile teas. And also, if you throw in some Baileys uh, into the tea, it will add loads of vitamin C. Teas are pretty awesome. You can have them on your own. You can have them with your friend or with your family. They're great for winding down, or they're sometimes great for even getting ready in the morning. And spending a little time with family and friends can go a long way to helping that, that brain meat health. Remember to ditch the media while spending time with family and friends, too. That also helps the brain meats a lot. Rinse and repeat as often as needed. Absolutely. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall. Not one Amber. My goodness, for some reason, I haven't heard the jingles well for ages, and then now today, suddenly they're so loud. That's because, nothing, <laughs> that's because nothing's changed, and the AI has come in and readjusted everything for us. <laughs> so first thing I have to, for news today is the WordPress vulnerability report for April 20th, 2022. 
So normally I focus on just what you need to look at for what's going wrong. But this week I wanted to recommend that everyone take a look at the because there's a lot of plugins from cool plugins. They seem to have had a lot of bugs fixed this past week. So you want to check it out. Um, for the plugins to worry about this week, there's not as many as there have been in the past, but there's some well, well-known, well-used ones like uh, WP Maintenance, WP Social Buttons, hmm. Admin Menu Editor, Product Filter for WooCommerce Product, and WP Video Gallery. That's the most uh, commonly used ones on the list. There's a few more, so make sure everyone goes and checks that out. Absolutely. You want to keep up to date with your plugins. Keep them up and going Next. to help prevent issues. Definitely. Next up, DuckDuckGo and Brave move to bypass Google AMP pages by default. Oh, I thought Google so, AMP was already killed. <laughs> not quite. On April 19th, uh, both DuckDuckGo and Brave browsers announced that they will be bypassing the Accelerated Mobile Pages, or AMP, in favor of serving publishers' content on the original URL. This is being called DAMP by Brave. <laughs> How this works is where it's not possible to rewrite the URLs, the browser will watch as pages are fetched and redirect users while preventing the AMP code from being loaded and executed. Nice. So if that's something some uh, people are interested in, this is currently available in the beta and nightly versions. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a uh, good thing. That's a good thing. Kill the AMP. Google AMP <laughs> was, uh, it was very popular, but like so many ideas coming out of Google, they, they get real gung-ho, push them on you, force everyone down everyone's throat, and then six months, a couple years later, they go, oh, that wasn't such a good idea, and they just kill it. It does happen a lot, doesn't it? With Google, it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's very there's there's very few things that they've managed to actually get pushed forward and keep. I mean, one of their greatest advances that Google did push forward was the advancing the world to HTTPS and the free SSL certificates. I, I was happy to see that one come, but things like Google AMP, yeah, I was never happy to see those things come, come <laughs> down the pike. Uh, next is... WooCommerce plans to bring full site editing support to single product templates. So okay. WooCommerce still has a bit of a gap in their full site editing support uh, mm. where it's not yet possible to use the full site editing to customize every aspect of the store. But they are moving to close that gap with their latest features. It's still in the early stages, so you can try out everything in the block themes. Nice. Not so certain whether that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, or it's going to make for some very entertaining-looking stores if people are adjusting it product by product with full site editing. What comes to mind is, uh, you remember those how the movie was made things that you could get? Uh, I remember watching that for Shrek and mm -hmm. how like the donkey became a huge puffball half the time. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm picturing. This is what's going to happen with these as they're working through all the little quirks and everything. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. I, I, I get visions of uh, 1999 uh, websites with uh, spinning spinning siren lights on them. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what I, I, I've got. I got visions of uh, what was that? Uh, uh, GeoCities. I got visions of GeoCity websites popping up over the, all over the place with this new full site editing. So. Yep. <laughs> so, I, 
I don't know. It, it, it may or may not happen, but if it does, it'll be very entertaining for the internet for a little while at least. We should make sure we take pictures. Oh, <laughs> take screenshots. Screenshot it all, folks. Screenshot it all. <laughs> fill a terabyte hard direct. drive. Hmm? <laughs> said fill a terabyte hard drive full of screenshots of all of the new crazy websites being designed. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, right. Plugin directory limits ownership and committer changes on official featured and beta plugins. Huh? What this what this means is that under the new rule, plugin owners will no longer be able to directly change ownership to someone else or add, remove, commit access. Oh. Okay. The reason for this is to prevent bad actors from pushing malicious code or premium upsells. Yeah. Okay. Plugin owners. Plugin owners will still be able to manually add and remove support reps for their plugins in the directory, though they must email the plugin review team mm. to change ownership or commit access. I'm not yeah. sure how well that's going to go over. Oh, I think it'll go over really well because this will help eliminate some of the problems that have happened in the last couple, three years. Oh, yeah? Where, where a plugin developer who created a plugin, say, five, six years ago, he kept it going for a few years. It's got several hundred thousand installs on it. He's no longer doing it. He did it as, a, as something to do while he was in college learning to code. He got out of college, got a real job with some major corporation making, you know, six-figure income. He no longer cared about his WordPress plugin. So it, it went into you know, went into the gray zone of, you know, not being updated or regularly maintained. And these bad, bad, uh, bad actors came along and went, hey, I see that plugin's not, you're not using it. Do you, would you like to sell it? Uh, I'll give you $20,000 for it. And this guy's like, I could use an extra 20 grand. Why not? Sells them the plugin, gives them all the login credentials and everything and changes the ownership over on WordPress.org. The new guy gets the plugin, downloads it, makes modifications to it, adds spamware, malware, redirects, all kinds of shit into it, uploads it. The people using the plugin go, oh, God, there's an update finally. They click the update button and just fried their website. Ah, okay. And that happened a lot the last couple, three years. There's been several big stories about it. And that's basically okay. it in a nutshell. So this is a way to help protect those that have downloaded a plugin that was properly developed. It's, it's, to, it's to give them a chance to, to, vent, uh, to vet a prospective new owner of the plugin to make sure they're an actual developer and not just another scammer out to make a quick buck. Like taking your car to the shop before you buy it. Yeah, something like that. Cool. Uh, Gutenberg 13.0 adds text selection across multiple blocks, new stack group variation, and featured cover blocks. Mm, okay. So, uh, the 13.0 is pretty awesome. Uh, it's coming out with a bunch of different things. It has, like, cover block of featured images, pattern-based page creation, um, duo tones for site logo and post-featured image placeholders. There is so much in this update. Definitely yeah. worth taking a look through. Yep. It will be. Uh, it looks like I skipped one, actually. <laughs> yeah, you did. I thought you wanted to, so. Nope. I accidentally skipped it. We'll backtrack for that one. Uh, Gutenberg contributors begin early exploration of a new distraction-free mode. No. So, no. Yeah. I, I hate distraction-free modes. I can't, so find do I. My, I can't find my way around <laughs> once they do that. And then I have to, oh, yeah, I got to go to this spot and click that just so I can see my menus again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's overly accepted, but they keep cramming 
distraction-free mode down our throats. Well, one bonus is they are making sure that you can get out of uh, distraction-free mode simply by pressing escape. Yeah. So well, that, that's a bonus. That, that, that makes it a little bit easier to get out of it instead of a three-step mouse clicking to get out of it. Yeah, from what I understand after reading this, uh, it's going to be an option that you can go into, not <coughs> just forced on you, and then you have oh. to find your way out. Oh, good. It's, it's what it so, always should be as an option, because I understand there are people that like the distraction-free mode, but there's a lot of people that don't, or they, uh, they need those extra admin menus over there to do other stuff while they're working on things, so, you know, yeah. so... So I understand well, I understand what it's there for, but not everyone wants it. And it's like, why cram these things down our throat? Just make it an option, let people know the option exists, and you know, make it easy for, for them to access it. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And from what I can tell, that is what they're doing. We yeah. shall see what happens. Yep. Yeah. All right. WordCamp in Europe publishes schedule for upcoming event in Porto. So for those who are near Porto, you'll want to go and check out WordCamp, WordCamp Europe. They have this and available, and they are, there are going to be 29 talks, 18 workshops, and two panels spanning 11 different categories on June 2nd to the 4th. Where is Porto? I'm not sure. I forgot to look it up on a map. I'm assuming it's somewhere in Europe. Well, Europe's a pretty big chunk of countries. Uh, it's a pretty big it chunk is. of real estate. And there's a lot of things. In there. It's like I hear Porto, and I'm expecting it to say Santa Maria after it, which would be Spain. But Exactly. Uh, oh, well. Okay, well, for, uh, those in, for those in Europe, there's a, new, there's a new WordCamp Europe kicking out. Go check it out. And the last one for today, a new baby Jupiter is being born and is teaching us. This was just way too cool not to bring to the regular news. It has nothing to do with WordPress, but it is really cool. We are actually watching as a new baby Jupiter is being created. It's about 500 light years from Earth and is in the process of forming, drawing down matter from a vast disk of dust and gas swirling around its, in, its also infant sun. It's okay. really cool. Cool. So it's basically a solar system being being born. It is so cool. And yeah. I know that has nothing to do with WordPress, but wanted to bring it anyway. Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, I guess this is where we talk about time, talent, and treasure and supporting the show. It's time to donate to WP. Plugins. A to Z. All yours. Okay. Yes, it's all mine. Wow, I've never done this section before, so I'm all new to this one. You rewrote uh, it. It's yours. <laughs> but I, I, I rewrote it. I essentially kept it the same. I just changed a little bit. No, you changed enough. Uh, okay. So this is the section where we like to thank all of the people who helped to produce the show. This is a value-for-value uh, value model for our show. It won't work without the people who help us, without you, our producers. Uh, this week, we have our show... Or we have our show art. Our show art comes from Greg's Graphics. If you want to donate the show art, you can go and check it out. I really like this picture. I like lizards. They're fun. It's not a lizard. It's a chameleon. 
They're a type of lizard. They're yes, reptile. Fine. They're, Better? They're, I like yeah, reptiles. They're reptiles. They're they're one of the cool. They're one of the cooler ones, though. I like them. They're, they're really loads of fun. And I, I lived in Spain when I was a teenager, and we used to capture them and bring them in the house. It's really entertaining to watch them try to change, change colors they can't change to. They are a lot of fun. I especially like watching them walk along a really thin stick because it takes them forever to decide whether or not to take that step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like watching fish. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so this week we... Um, yeah, this is, I, I'm confused about where we go from here. Show art, then well, this week's producers. We don't have any executive producers this week. Executive producers are people who donate $50 or more. And if you feel like uh, pa- uh, donating 50 or more, you can also send us in something to either just say hello, or you can give us your elevator speech and we'll read it out for you. So. Yeah. Quick include, ad for yourself. It, it also includes show links in there. A little bit more on the uh, art, though. you got to remember to let them know that, uh, you know, thank you for the artist. And we are uh, out of art right now, so this is the last piece of oh. art we have. And uh, we will need new art. Otherwise, I have to do the art next week. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, for our artists out there, time to submit some fresh art. And you can just go to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash artwork to submit the artwork. Um, we don't have any, um, we don't have, have any, uh, <laughs> yep, well, uh, my we, brain just did a fart. Well, okay, we don't have executive producers this week, but the executive producer, as Amber said, is anyone who donates $50 or more. To support the show, just go to wpplugins.com slash support to support the show. Also, we look forward, we like to thank all the show producers that do come in under $50, and that's an anonymous section. They stay anonymous, and uh, we do have a few folks that kick us $5, $10 here and there, and we thank you very much. You know who you are. If you want to get into the big big announcement area, kick us 50 bucks or more, and we will read out your show note in the show. There's the one thing that I did add, which is I want I wanted to start thanking the backroom producers. Backroom producers are the people who uh, who send us in notes, send us in questions, people who send us in uh, the art or send us in the licenses, like the people who we don't really, uh, who we always say thank you to, but who we don't acknowledge as the backroom producers. They're never really seen, but they're always helping. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're always a great help. All right, read out your next section you rewrote. You can support the show by a time where you send in articles or information, or you can send us in some plugins or plugin suggestions for reviews. You can either write up the review yourself or just tell us about the plugin. You can either love or hate the plugin. Either or, send in the, send in the information. You can support us with talent by sending in art. Or that also, uh, the plugin suggestions also falls under talent too, if you're the one who's writing it. Um, Or you can support us with treasure, and that is sending in donations to support the show. Anything over 50 will earn you an executive producer credit, and you can have your note read out. Anything under 50, and you'll be anonymously thanked in this section. You can also find us on Patreon. 
Yeah, we really haven't mentioned Patreon in quite some time. It's still there. <laughs> it exists. Well, one day we'll actually do something <laughs> useful with it. All right. Yep. Well, that pretty much covers it up. Thank you, everyone. We greatly appreciate your support of the show. Even just listening to us and telling everyone about it is another great way to support the show. We don't we don't have a cool line like uh, like the No Agenda show, like get out there and hit them in the mouth yet. We're still working on it. All right. It is time for us to head off to what everyone shows up to the show for, and that is talking about the plugins for this week. All right, classic press options. There's no real new updates this week, although I was on their forum uh, yesterday sort of looking around. They've got some really good chats going on in their forum. They're talking about some changes that they're making and 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 asking for suggestions for uh, what plugins they really want to have into their into their core system. So there's some really good stuff there. If you're using classic press or interested in it, go check out their forums. There's lots of good discussion going on there. All right, let's get into the WordPress plugins. The first one I have for you this week is called Conflict Finder WP Fix It. Now, the title alone made me interested in going and checking it out because I thought, really, something that will actually help me con uh, find conflicts in plugins? I'd like to see how they did this. I was semi-disappointed when I actually got into it and found out what it really is. I mean, it's a good use and it's a great plugin you can have if you don't have FTP access or understand FTP access to your site. This is a good plugin because if you're having plugin conflicts or some issues on your site, the first thing you're told by all developers, everyone, is first de deactivate all plugins and see if the problem goes away. If it goes away with all the plugins, all right, reactivate the plugins and now start turning them off one by one till the problem goes away. Because you know it's a plugin, you just got to find out which plugin it is. This plugin here, what it does for you is it puts a little button right up onto the plugin thing that you can disable all the plugins in one click. You don't have to go into FTP and rename the plugin folder, etc. And then once you're done, you can just restore all the plugins in one click. So, and that's all it really does for you. So it doesn't really do much else for you. It won't do you any good if, say, for instance, your white your your website has gone into a white screen, the white screen of death, because you can't access the page to use the plugins. So you're kind of hooped. You're going to have to do it through FTP. So there is some limitations to it. On the whole, I think it can be a useful tool for some people. Go check it out. It's called Conflict Finder WP Fix It, and I give it a four dragon rating. I checked that one out too, and I thought it was a pretty good idea, but it did seem kind of limited. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's very limited in what it can do. First one up today for me is Magic Pop-Ups, lightweight and customizable. So this is a pretty awesome free and lightweight pop-up plugin. I wasn't sure how it would look since it's so simple, but it actually has a fairly decent look to it. You know, kind of old school retro. I enjoy it. You can't really personalize it, um, it, just the words and colors, but it does have a pretty decent delay option where you can choose how long before <clears> it shows up on your site and how many times per session it'll show up. Mm. So that that's useful. Yeah, that's the one that um, was on the sandbox page when I went in there to check something that popped up. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, it must be something she's playing with. Yes, I had fun. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, you can add text. You can add a button with an URL. And um, that's really about it. Very simple, very easy. Uh, very easy to set up too. It's very lightweight, so it won't slow your computer, your uh, your site down at all. And if you are just looking for a simple, easy pop-up like this, and this is a great option for you. Magic pop-ups, I rate it for dragons. Very cool. Okay, the next one I've got for you, and this is one you should look into. If you're doing your own site and you don't understand um, uh, commands that need to be put into the HT access file, such as headers and et cetera, et cetera, because headers are becoming more and more needed for uh, browsers such as Google and uh, Firefox and Brave and others because they're looking for the security headers in the site. And there's ways to get all that stuff installed onto your site, putting lines into your HT access file for it. But not everyone understands that or has the time to research all of that. And this is a plugin that you can use. It's a shortcut way of doing it, which isn't always the best way to do these things, but sometimes it's the easiest and only way to get it done so that it's done. What this plugin does is it adds the cross script protection, access control allow, cross frame options. It puts in a whole lot of security headers in here. There's a nice big long list. And it does that by simply installing, activating the plugin, setting it up, and you can go through and see the results of the test before and after all the headers are entered into the site so that you know what the security it's got on it. Now, some of these headers can create problems for your site, depending on what you're doing. So you might have to do a little bit of research to dig into it. But I thought this was a pretty useful tool to help those that either can't afford a developer to do it or don't quite comprehend exactly how to get it done themselves, and they can simply use a plugin to solve that problem. So something worthwhile to check out to help increase the security on your WordPress website, it's the Header Security Advanced and HSTS WP, and I give it a four dragon rating. That is very helpful. That's definitely something I'm going to be playing with. Yep. Next up, I have Light WP Logger. So this is a nice light plugin, totally free. And what it does, it tracks any changes made to your site. It also tracks the login and all kinds of things. It's actually very easy to understand, very useful. I was playing around with it last night, and I noticed that somebody has been trying to log into our sandbox site over and over from a different IP address constantly. Well, that would be the hackers that are constantly attacking. Yep. That's why yep. I was like, get over it. Every website is constantly under attack. I've never seen it in, in real time before, though. Mm. Yeah, so well, it's it, actually was, it was it's interesting to see. Yeah, it's actually rather entertaining sometimes. <laughs> to, this day, to this day, I've actually had one time when I was really big into fixing hacked websites where the hacker was on the website breaking shit as fast as I could fix it. <laughs> until I finally figured out how he got in there and I kicked his ass out. I lasted it was a, it was a 4 hour it was a 4 hour li 4 hour live battle. It was almost like watching one of those old movies like Hackers or something. You know, nice. hackers are in real time. And I couldn't believe it. It was just like I was just astounded going through this. I'm sitting there typing stuff in as fast as I my fingers can, which isn't all that great. And they're doing stuff and I'm undoing stuff and yeah, it was really, really entertaining. It's the only time it's ever happened to me once. That was about, it must have been uh, kind of entertaining, though. Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was. I was excited. I thought it was cool. 
It was all in live time, me, me versus the hacker, and I eventually, I eventually uh, conquered nice. his ass and booted his ass out and blocked him permanently. <laughs> but he kept coming from different IPs. It was really quite entertaining. So I really do like this plugin. It gives you all the information you need in order to understand what's going on. And it also gives you uh, the information not just on, like, um, logging in and stuff, but it gives you the information on every uh, category, like um, uh, specific roles. It gives you the option of checking out the specific roles in your site to look mm -hmm. at the logs of. Mm -hmm. So very mm -hmm. useful, uh, totally free. I rate it at five dragons. Very cool. There's not too many of these logger plugins that have, give you everything you need in the free version. Yeah, that's why I really like this one. All right. The final one I've got here for you, and this is for our Canadian listeners. It's the WooCommerce Email Transfer Payment Gateway using the Interact e-transfer e system. Granted, it's a little bit of an older plugin, but it's still pretty basic. But what it does is it sets up on your WooCommerce sites for your Canadian payers. And Canadians, we like to send e-transfers for some reason. We it's really do. It's become the major way that a lot of my Canadian clients pay me now instead of writing me checks and waiting in the mail. I get my, I get my money a whole lot faster. I do appreciate that. But there's never really been an easy way to do it in WooCommerce before. And you had to set up a special thing and say, okay, now email me the transfer and then email me the password. Well, what this plugin does for you is it goes through and when they get to the end, they can choose to, they can choose the payment gateway of the email transfer when they get to payment. And what happens is they fill out the information in there and it automatically emails them a secret question. And these questions are auto-generated for each unique um, checkout on the site. So it's never the same question. And then they have to get that email and they have to email that question. They have to email that question. They're so and they get that email and they're supposed to use that question or that answer in their question to send you the email transfer. And also you get an email with the question. So you know what the question is. You don't got to wait for them to do it at a question and answer response. And it also tells you what invoice the payment is for. So you don't have to spend as much time trying to figure out who sent me money. So I thought That's it was, really a, useful. I thought it was a very usefully well done plugin for Canadian WooCommerce uh, users, for their Canadian clients for accepting e-transfer payments. So really great tool, something to go check out, add to your WooCommerce site. And uh, I give this one a five dragon rating. Check it out. It's the WooCommerce email money transfer payment gateway. Uh, Hemdian added in. I block many of the hacker probes with Cloudflare Plus and, a, and Cl Cloudflare Plus a firewall plugin. This significantly reduced the server resources, which pleased my web host. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It does work. You know, but they they're still out there. They're still trying. They 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 never they never ever really stop. And they're all they're almost all bots nowadays. There used to be yeah. live humans behind the keyboard, but not as much anymore. Now all the bots go out and do all the hard work, and then once they get it done, they email the uh, human, and the human gets an email with all this information. And the human shows up later to mess with your site. Yeah, 
Eventually, the boss will turn on their masters. Yeah, you never know. You know, I, what's the one meme here? the The greatest uh, the greatest joke on humanity now is that uh, computers are now asking huma, humans if they're not a robot. <laughs> Last one I have for today is Pod Inbox. Accept voice messages on your website. So I think this is actually a really well-made plugin. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially you're getting voicemail to your site. The first thing you need to do, if you don't already have it, is create a Pod Inbox account. There is a free version. In the free version, you get one Pod Inbox for one podcast on one site. I think that's actually a pretty decent deal. Hmm. Once you have that, you need to grab your show ID, um, which you just click the button um, in the plugin once you have it activated and grab your show ID. And then you just need to enable the floating button widget and decide where it will show up, in the header, the body, or the footer. Also, you can choose whether the button shows up in both desktop and mobile or just one or the other. And you get to configure the button. Not overly much, just the colors in the free version. Though it is a lot of options for a free version of everything. I think this is really useful if uh, having a voice box uh, for your site is something you really want to have. And there is no limit on how many voicemails you can get. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The original coloring for the button is just red with white lettering, and they actually did a good job. It's not an ugly red, and it's not overly, uh, like, it's not overly noticeable on your site. It just kind of hangs out in the bottom corner, just out of your main site, but available if anybody's interested. And even though it requires a third party to make this plugin work, I still think it is awesome. So it's Pod Inbox. Accept voice messages to your website. I rate it at five dragons. Very cool. Well, we have we already have something like that on our website. We just don't. Mm. We haven't, it hasn't been used in a long time. It's SpeakPipe, and yeah. we've been using SpeakPipe for oh, going on uh, seven or eight years now. I used to get a lot of SpeakPipe messages, but they've kind of dropped off in the last couple, three years where we rarely get one anymore. So, Oh, people don't even like to, people don't even like to leave voicemails on the phone anymore. They'd rather text. Yeah, I know. So it's like, yeah. So what you need, you need, you need a text, a texting block on there. All right. Well, that's all the plugins we've got. And we got to cover up a couple of quick things here. Um, well, we got no listener feedback this week. Oh, wait a sec. We do. Yes, we do. Oh, you get to read it then. I didn't even see it. Yep. Uh, This is sent in from Andrew. He wrote to me and said, Hi, just wanted to say I've been listening for the past couple of years and really appreciate the effort you and John put into the podcast. Thanks for all the hard work. I also think Amber has been a great addition to the podcast. It's nice to have the contrast as someone new on the space along with a veteran. Keep up the good work, Andrew. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. That's pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, makes me feel pretty awesome. Even though I'm the greenhorn, I still feel like I'm a good addition now. Well, you got to <laughs> learn sometime. <laughs> All right, and contests. We don't have a current contest. We're still uh, hunting for another uh, license to give away from some uh, some big-hearted developer out there that wants to get some promotions and uh, support the show. Uh, we will have them as soon as we have one lined up. We will bring it to you and let you know all about it. And we got to cover up a couple of things here before we go into the Q&A segment. The plugins we covered on this episode were, I covered up, Conflict Finder, WP Fix-It, which I gave a 4 to, 
Headers Security Advanced and HSTWP, which I gave a 4 to. And WooCommerce Email Money Transfer Payment System, which I gave a 5 to. Uh, just quickly, Hemdian said, listener feedback. I rate this show five dragons. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Hemdian. We appreciate that. <laughs> I covered up the plugins. Magic pop-ups, lightweight and customizable, which I rated at four. <coughs> Light WP logger, which I rated at five. And pod inbox, accept voice messages on your website, which I rated at five. Very cool. All right, and we do have a meetup plan for June 25th. Keep tabs on this. Um, it will be going into our meetup calendar real soon, uh, probably in the next week or two as I finalize plans. It's going to be held at the Oasis, so it will be by RSVP only, and you will only get directions to the Oasis once you've confirmed your RSVP. So make sure you follow it. It's going to be a bit of a two-step process. You'll have to go check it out on uh, WP Plugins Meetup uh, calendar, and you'll have to go register for it over at the uh, Rogues Tavern Meetup calendar. Because it is going to be a bit of a combined meetup between the Rogues Tavern, WP Plugins, and No Agenda Meetup. So it's going to be a mixture of a lot of different people from a lot of different outlooks in life. So it should be loads of fun at the Oasis where, you know, barbecue, because it should be nice and sunny on June 25th with a little, little luck, you know. We won't have rain and... Uh, have a nice sunny day up on the deck, the patio, and uh, by then my chickens will be in the chicken coop. Yay! People can go out and feed my chickens and look at my really cool chicken coop I just finished this week. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it. Oh, a couple of other quick things. If you want to be on an interview show, if you're a plugin developer, know a plugin developer, or you'd like to talk about something WordPress related, you can reach out to me at WPPlugins, A to Z.com slash interview to schedule an interview. It's an excellent show. It's part of the podcast feed, but it's not part of this show. It's a separate show, stands on its own. And if you have suggestions on plugins you'd like to be reviewed, you you have your own plugins, you just think some plugins we should review, you can go submit them over at WPPlugins, a to z.com slash submit plugin. All right. That would be it. It is time for... It's question and answer time. Whatever. Before I get started, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, send them in to me at amber at WPPRO.ca, and we will get them answered to the best of our ability. Absolutely. First question, when taking over a site that is new to you, what are the first three things you look at? Okay, when I get a website that's new to me and it's been around for a while, First thing I look at is I go in and look at all the plugins that are installed to see what plugins they're using so that I can get an idea on how it's put together. And then I look at the theme that is used that is used with it. And once I get an idea on all of that mess, then I need to get FTP access so I can go look at the file structure to see if they've maintained a normal file structure for WordPress or they've decided to be creative which is really a pain in the neck when someone gets creative with WordPress file structures. Because you can, you can restructure your WordPress file structure so that it was, not, it was a, a good idea back, or an okay idea back in the beginning, you know, like 
nine, ten years ago. And that was when uh, people used to hide their WordPress content folder in another subfolder somewhere, and they had redirects. And it was anyway. It it turns into a nightmare the longer it goes. It just becomes a pain. So I go in and I look at those three major things so I can figure out how it's built, what plugins are using, which plugins I know from my experience work well together, which ones don't work well together. If I get an idea on, you know, for example, everyone has a content, uh, con uh, content, um, not content, uh, contact, contact us form of some sort. So they mm -hmm. use forms on their site. I want to know what form plugin they're using, whether they're using one of the ones that are a pain in the ass or a known pain in the ass, or whether one of the really good ones. You know, I want to know what kind of security plugins they have, if any. You know, do they have problems? You know, if they got a membership site, what membership plugin they're using, because some membership plugins work better than others. So it's basically you want to get an idea on the structure and the functionality of the site to figure it out. Uh, figure out what it's figure out all the different pieces in there so I have a good understanding of it. it's all basics makes sense next question uh, say this new to you site is running oddly slow what is the first thing you look at as a likely cause plugins thought so it's uh, you go look at the plugins and see what plugins they're using because there's plugins that work but they slow sites down I don't have any off the top of my head right now, but uh, when I'm looking at the plugins, my memory kicks into gear there and goes, oh, yeah, that plugin's a known problem. Um, but plugins are often the biggest thing in there. And everyone thinks it's the number of plugins. It's not the number of plugins. It is which plugins are used. It's not the number, because the number can go really high in plugins. It's the plugins that are being used and whether they were coded, coded decently. So... What That's would the be first the next thing, I, thing you look at after plugins? After after plugins, I look at the theme. Plugins and theme okay. are the two things that slow down WordPress the most. And there are themes out there that have plugins built into them. For unfortunately, they're still in use, but they were a great idea when they were first introduced. And I even bought into the great idea. Well, we'll just have it all in the theme. We won't have to worry about plugins anymore. Well, it turns out that that sort of mess creates problems two, three years down the road when you're dealing with plugins that are in the theme that are not updated because they're part of the theme, they're not in the plugin folder, so they don't get updated, so the security holes appear. It was a really great Ooh. idea, but unfortunately it just it didn't, it didn't stand up to the test of time. And so plugins and themes are the big problem. Um, after that, then I start looking at uh, file structures or HD access commands or how it's routed, the server host that they're on. You know, do they have do they have uh, firewalls in a way? There's just there's, the list. The, the list gets pretty long after that. So okay. There's a lot of things in there. I have a whole list of things and some documents that I've written up about this in the past to help guide my my way through it. And the last question I have for you, when checking for plugin conflicts, is there a way to check that does not involve turning off and on your plugins? Okay, that's going to be an interesting uh, uh, question to talk about, folks. And we will come back to that for those listening on the podcast. You got to come over to the YouTube channel to catch out to find out what the answer to this one is. We'll be right back after our girl takes us on out. Reminders for the show. 
All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsatoz. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.